Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to jump forward in Zephaniah chapter 3, verses 9 and 10. Just a couple verses, but gosh, there is a lot here. Earlier on in chapter 3, Zephaniah is talking about the judgment that is going to come on Jerusalem. It's going to come on the nations. So Jerusalem has been sinning and turning from God, worshiping false idols, being unjust, being violent, doing all kinds of things against God's commandments, and he's not putting up with anymore. And so he's going to raise up the Babylonians to take them down in 586 BC. They're going to be exiled to Babylon. They're going to flee to other parts of the world. At the same time, God's going to punish the nations. He's not going to let these nations, including Babylon, the instrument of his punishment against Israel, get by with their sin either. God is a just and holy God. Sin must be punished. He's patient. He's slow to anger, as we've studied. But there comes a time when this needs to be dealt with, and that time is now. So let's look at chapter 3, verses 9 and 10. And the heading in my Bible, which is not inspired by God, it's something the editors put in, but it gives you an idea of the subject matter here. It says the conversion of the nations. And this really plays on a theme that we've had woven through Scripture from the beginning and will be part of the thread of Scripture through the end of the Bible. And that is that God's redemptive plan for the world has always been for the nations. It's never just been something that was only for his people, his chosen family, Israel. It's always been through Israel for the nations so that someday when we get to heaven, there will be members of every tribe, tongue, and nation who representatives from from everywhere who are part of his family who have trusted in christ who have been grafted into the tree of his family and this passage highlights that to a degree for at that time i will change the speech of the people's dear speech that all of them may call upon the name of the lord and serve him with one accord so when the end of time comes and when the sheep are separated from the goats, the wheat separated from the chaff, and the people who are part of God's kingdom are with him for eternity, they'll be given a pure speech, a speech that is not impure. What makes the speech of these people, that's us, that's is going to happen to you or I, anybody who trusts Jesus Christ is going to be given this pure speech. What makes our speech impure is uh, the fact that it is the speech of sinful people. We're born into sin just like we ourselves are impure. Our speech is by its very nature impure. Another thing that makes the speech of the people back in Zephaniah's time impure is that they've been calling out after false gods. They've been using their speech, their lips to worship false gods. This is impure speech in another sense. And so The day is going to come when the people who God restores to himself, the remnant of those who turn back to him, in a New Testament sense, this is referring to people who trust Christ and are therefore clothed with his righteousness. They're made perfect, even though they're not perfect. And their their penalty of death, which is the penalty for sin, is marked paid because of the death that Christ experienced on our behalf. Through faith in Christ, when we have the righteousness of Christ and that penalty mark paid, and we're part of God's eternal family, we will be given a pure speech and we will call on the name of the Lord with 
one speech, some people wonder what this is going to sound like. Is it going to be a language or a speech that we're familiar with? Is it going to be ancient Hebrew? Because that was the original speech of God's first chosen people. We don't know. Is it going to be some new language that we're never heard of? We don't know. Is it going to be English? Probably not. But there will be a pure speech that we are given. Some commentators think that this is a reversal of a punishment that God gave people at the Tower of Babel back in Genesis 11. So you remember that back in Genesis 11, we studied this. The people wanted to make a name for themselves. They wanted to build a tower that went to the heavens. And God said, no, you're not going to get to me through human effort by building a tower. That's not how you access God. And you're certainly not going to make a name for yourselves. And so remember, he confused their speech and he because their speech was confused, they couldn't cooperate together and they kind of dispersed from one another. That's kind of where languages were started. And it was a punishment that they were given because they wanted to do something evil that was abhorrent to God, that was self-serving and self-righteous. And some people believe that this that is talked about in, in chapter 3, verse 9 of Zephaniah is an illusion, A-L-L-U-S-I-O-N, an illusion a foreshadowing of what God is going to do in the future to reverse that punishment, that his people will be stored back to one pure speech so they can call upon his name. That's all in verse 9, guys. So let's check out verse 10. From beyond the rivers of Cush, my worshipers, the daughter of my dispersed ones, shall bring my offering. As we've talked about with these prophetic books, a lot of times these prophecies have multiple fulfillments. And so there has to be something from these prophecies that applies to the original audience and the original time. And so that's true of this right here. Eventually, worshipers are going to come back to the Lord from, quote-unquote, beyond the rivers of Cush. This is after the Babylonians take out the southern kingdom, after they are exiled to Babylon, after they flee to many other nations. Eventually, they at least representatives, a remnant, a small number of people from among the original group of people of Judah are going to come back and they're going to worship God. And this is, we talked about this in Ezra and Nehemiah, they came back and rebuilt the wall of Jerusalem, rebuilt the temple and restored the traditional worship. And so this is going to happen in the relatively short term from when the time Zephaniah is writing. It's also going to happen at the very end of time. There are going to be people, quote-unquote, from beyond the rivers of Cush. This is people from every tribe, tongue, and nation who have trusted Christ, who've been grafted into the family of God, who are going to be part of God's eternal kingdom along with me and you if you trust Christ and anyone else who trusts Christ. And so this is a, a, a prophecy with two fulfillments at least that there's a more immediate fulfillment, and then there's a more uh, eternal fulfillment. And it's amazing to see, even back here in Zephaniah, God's plan for drawing the nations to himself, not just the people of Israel, but people from every tribe, tongue, and nation, people from Nigeria and Liberia and Iran and Uzbekistan and Indonesia and Canada, and Guam and people groups from... Uh, all the, all the countries of the world, people groups that have risen up and fallen that we don't even know the name of because they're ancient relics of history who there'll be representatives who trusted the one true God and who are grafted into his family as a result of the faith that they have, the righteousness of Christ, 
that they're given, the penalty Mark paid that they're given as a result of that. What an exciting day that'll be, and what a great prophecy that reminds us of that in Zephaniah 3. The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.